everyone, and welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Daddy Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobradic. And I'm Amelia Bellobradic. And today we're going to be debating add ons, yes or no. Right. With, you know, well, let's just talk about COVID because. Well, you know, well. Have you heard of this thing? This COVID thing? Oh, so it's like cold, I think I heard. Yeah. <laughs> It is starting to rise again in multiple places and so on and so forth. But also, I've just seen a lot of activity on people booking vacations once again. And whether or not they're for this summer, the the activity has started with people booking in particular Walt Disney World vacations that I'm talking about here or that we are talking about in this episode. And so when you book your vacation, whether or not it's your very first one or your 21st one or your 101st one, you have choices, and you have these same choices, well, almost all of them, if you're buying an annual pass, whenever those come back. So we want to talk about these add-ons, because it's a popular topic for return visitors and new guests alike. We're going to start with the park hopper. So when you buy your tickets or pass, tickets in particular, you have an option to buy the park hopper. It's an option? It is an option. It should not be an option. Well, let's talk about that. And we can talk about it in two ways, because as we record this here in July, Park Hopper is allowed, but you can't hop until 2 p.m. under the current rules, which makes it hard. I saw some people talking about four parks, one world. Yes, I've been planning on doing that for years. Well, you know, there should be the COVID edition because it's an extra challenge when you can't even make your first hop until 2 p.m., which means you have to do three parks after 2 p.m. But that aside, what are your thoughts on Park Hopper COVID edition and Park Hopper normal edition? I mean, you should definitely do it. I mean, maybe you're not like me, but if I can't park hop, then I'll just desperately want to go to another park than the one that I was at or that I had booked, depending on COVID regulations. But I just, I need it. So I have the option. And oftentimes we will go to one or more parks, well, obviously (laughs) two or more parks in the day. And park hopper, just as a very quick definition, if you don't know, it allows you to go to more than one park a day. As I said, you can't do that until 2 p.m., but you can go back to a park. You can go to three parks, four parks, whatever it is. One world. In Yeah, in normal times, you can go, you know, there's no park pass or any of that stuff. So right now you have that extra layer where you have to book a park with your visit. Will this stay? I don't know. But you have to go to that park first, and you have to actually go and check in before you can actually use your park hopper option. So let's say for somebody going for the first time, do you think they should get park hopper, and why or why not? Well, I think it's even more important if you're going the first time because, I mean, this is stereotyping, but generally people who are going the first time, they want to get more in, and they want to do more, and so they might want to have the option to go to more places in one day so they can try to accomplish everything on their list which are generally quite long if it's their first time and they don't know when they'll be back so they might want to try to get and experience more things within one day now the thing i hear most is oh don't i don't have that much energy i don't think i'll be able to do them more than one park in one day what do you think of that argument because that's what i hear most from that's that's First-time a, visitors. That's a ridiculous argument. If you, Why do you not have any... Well, first of all, eat food. Um, that's a very good tip. You know, got to get that energy up. 
But I'm not saying spend eight hours at the Magic Kingdom and then go to Hollywood for another four at night. Pace yourself. There's such a thing. I'm not sure if you guys were aware. You have to you have to plan, in my opinion, which parks you're going to go to. I mean, you can do spur of the moment, but you wouldn't. Well, not right now. You can't. <laughs> After two, yeah. After two, you can, yeah. They do say capacity permitting, but I don't. I've never heard or read of anyone being turned away. Yeah. So the question really is. Oh, sorry. Here's another thing I want to bring up before I bring up that question. I think that one thing that people don't consider, people always think of Park Pass is, oh, I'm just gonna. What you just said. I have. I'm gonna. You know, it's the option to go to multiple parks in one day. God, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm going to be too tired anyway, so I don't want that option. But, the major but, when you can add dining into it, not having a park hopper restricts you from dining at a ton of restaurants located in other parks. That is a very good point that I completely remembered and was just waiting for you to have your moment in the spotlight. And there are people, and I just saw one on one of the chat groups, that have booked dining in a park. And they don't have park And hopper. they don't have a park hopper Oh, booked. guys, guys. So they thought that they could just get, that they would be allowed into the park because they have an ADR, an advanced dining reservation. It's not the 70s. Well, you you are not allowed just to enter the park. Otherwise, everyone would book a cheap meal and <laughs> you'd find the cheapest table service and then you don't have to buy Park Hopper. But uh, So just consider that if you're a newbie or even if you haven't gone for a while that yeah. Park Hopper adds options. And it not does. just dining, just if you want to go watch the fireworks or the nighttime show at another park, or you want to go to a store in another park, or a bar in a park, or whatever you want to do. Yeah, or if you went to Magic Kingdom today, but your kid really wanted to go see a show again at Hollywood, and now you don't have Park Hopper, and then you have a screaming kid crying about how they can't see X show. And especially, I think Park Hopper is extra valuable if you are staying in the Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk area. Yes, because you have so many parks that are so yeah. close to so you. It's like having Hollywood and Epcot within a stone's throw. Within a Skyliner zip. Well, not for me. I'll take <laughs> boat or walking. I will not get on that Skyliner. But it's really easy to just go to a park to, you know, go to a... Well, if it's Epcot, walk around World Showcase or go to a shop or head to Hollywood to do something, whatever the case may be. Every park has something to offer. And especially for me, well, I mean, I'm the type of person who really wants to do four parks, one world. One day. One. Four parks, one world is a Disney album <laughs> or it was also a Disney slogan. So you, you know, you are correct. But what you're talking about yeah. is four parks, one day. I can't talk today. But yeah, what I'm saying is if I can't park hop, then I will desperately need to go to whatever park I haven't been at already just because I can't. And so now I must, I don't know if anyone else is like that. And the but. thing for all of these options we're going to talk about is, and you see this when you're booking, if you are going for a typical week vacation, anything past day five, the difference in pricing is almost nothing. And we'll get into this in a minute, a real life example towards the end of the show. So... Really, I would say Park Hopper for me, yes, get it. Of course. Is yours a yes or no? I just, even if I would never use it once, I would just like to have the option. So I would say yes. Yeah, and I think you'll, you know, that's the other thing. You don't have to use it every single day 
right? But if you're going for a we seven use it day, pretty often. we do. But if you're it's your first time or whatever, you'll probably two or three out of let's say seven days want to use the park hopper, and it just makes your vacation that much better when you yeah, are not shackled, yeah, you're not tied exactly. down, you're not restricted by by Disney and their ticket sales. All right, the second one on the add-on potential just was announced as coming back. This is the Disney Dining Plan. Would you add the Disney Dining Plan to your vacation? I don't know. I would not yeah, personally. Yeah, you're very It's a no for plan. me, as Simon would say. <laughs> you're very anti-dining plan. And I used recently I was doing some research and I could see how it would be appealing. I probably wouldn't because then I'd eat too much. <laughs> well, we have... So we're speaking yeah. from experience. It's not I like I've never done that. Yeah, we've done it. And we've done it, I don't know, we've done the dining plan maybe four or five times a bunch of years ago. Yeah. It's just with the dining plan, the credits that you have and what you're paying for, it is easier because you don't have to have cash everywhere, but you just still have to tip, I think. Yeah. Tips are not included, nor are drinks, alcoholic yeah. drinks. Alcohol. Beverage. Obviously, it's not it's not open bar on the dining plan. Yeah, but the credits, they're equivalent to if you got like a steak or a lobster every single night in dining, which if you do, like me, then that would be fine, which is why I'm not completely opposed to the dining plan because if I go to dinner, I'm getting the steak. I should go in, again <laughs> into a bit more detail. I don't know if they're going to change it again, but generally Currently. speaking, yeah, I mean, they've uh, they have changed the dining plan a few times over the years, minor things, but basically... There are really three dining plans. And just to super simplify it, one is like quick service only. Don't get that one if you're going to get yeah, it. Okay. Just, yeah, no. Even though there's better quick service now, I just wouldn't. The other one is quick service plus table credits, table service. But you run into things like some restaurants are two credits. So it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. you will have a table service meal every single day. Yeah. If you go to a good one, it's going to suck another credit out. And then the third tier, which is very expensive, is all table service. Yeah, which means basically what you're paying for is every night you're getting the steak and lobster, which if you were anyways, then why not? Or you can do some of those signature. And there's a lot of signature dining restaurants. That's true. You'll still have some regular table service credits left on that one. But it's expensive. And this is really, it, yeah. you know, the dining plan for us we're not big eaters. I mean, I like to eat, but we, and I, like I said, we've done it. And we're just talking about the middle one here, which is the most common one, quick service yeah. and table. We just, we can't do it. We end up with tons of snack credits and sure you can bring snacks home for your friends. But even at the other meals, we're just getting stuff that we don't normally get. That's and, cute. And you know what? It's easy enough to overeat at Disney World. And yeah. if I'm going to overeat, I don't want it to be on all the stuff they're bringing to my meal. I want it to be on Disney snacks. Yeah. This is why I don't like, well, I don't dislike them. But when I'm at Disney, I try to have as little large meals as possible, frequently ordering off of the kids menu. And I would also, <laughs> well, that's another thing. If you're on the dining plan, you, you can't. You can't. Um, well, you couldn't because you're out of it now. So they're well, a little bit more strict on what you can and cannot do. I mean, also, oh, go ahead. Well, couldn't you, because at um, larger table service restaurants, you can still order off of the kids menu. They'll just bring you a bigger portion and charge you more. Could you do that on the dining you plan? You mean use a adult credit? 
I don't know what you're asking me. Because you can you... order off the kids' menu, but it's just a bigger portion and it'll cost more. But it's still the food from the oh, kids' menu. Oh, I see. Menu. If using a adult yeah. credit, could I don't you? know. I don't know. That's... Never tried that. You know what? I find yeah. them pretty flexible. They might do that. It's yeah. really up to the manager or the chef that day sometimes. Yeah. But we've found them being very flexible with stuff like that. Uh, the other thing to consider with the dining plan is the cost. And, you know, it's very hard to, but I did it for us. It, it's You did the math? I did the math for us and how we normally eat. We are not always going to quick service at no. every day and always going to, in fact, we don't, we go to maximum probably three, maybe four table service restaurants on a trip. Well, yeah. You don't I mean, go we're to only Disney doing have... one in August just because COVID. I personally just want to, you know, be a little bit careful. I don't want to do a lot of indoor dining. And we're going to try and get the outdoor patio at the boathouse. We're doing the boathouse only on the upcoming trip. Yeah. But normally, after, if ever, COVID goes away, we'll go back to our normal. But still not every day. I actually don't know anyone that goes to Disney specifically for fancy meals and fancy experiences. And you're not a big eater. I mean, you do like to order okay. steak and stuff, okay. but... When I did the math of the dining plan for us, it just wasn't worth it. We were spending more than the dining plan, uh, you know, for the dining plan than we would spend paying cash out of pocket for the same meals that we would, the meals we would normally eat if the dining plan wasn't sort of forcing us to go to a quick service every yeah. day. You know what I mean? So if you're trying to gain weight, the dining plan, that's a great thing to, yeah. that's a great thing to get Definitely. There. You're going to have a struggle there. <laughs> yeah. So just bear that in mind. However... Another plus that people like is it's it is convenient. It's convenient because you don't have to carry around you, cash basically, all day. Yeah, you've prepaid all your meals, really, except for tips and any odd things that aren't included, like yeah. drinks. Like you want a fancy drink somewhere, you're gonna have to pay cash for that. Yeah. Twenty one dollar so, cocktails. Not yeah. included in the dining plan, friends. Minimum. Look at the cocktail prices at the Enchanted Rose. Don't want to. Places like that. <laughs> um but so is convenience worth it? You're going to have to decide for yourself. It's a tough question. I do tend to say if it's your first time, you really don't know, and you're on the fence, get it. I would disagree with that. Okay, what would you say? I just completely changed my mind since five minutes ago. But I, w I would almost say don't get it, especially if you're first time and you want to experience more of the park snacks. I would just say get a quick bite at um, a quick service restaurant or you could split something with your family so you're not eating as much at an actual meal. And then you can get the popcorn or the pretzels or the Mickey bars or some fancy cupcake or something at Main Street Bakery that's not just necessarily a fancy meal. And you know, the dining plan is not like the way. Remember when we went to SeaWorld, <laughs> SeaWorld San Diego? Oh, yeah, it's not. That's the all you can eat thing. So at SeaWorld it's and very, probably some other places. It's very different. Yeah, you pay this pretty cheap price and you can have like a full meal. I think it's every hour you can go back for another one. So the Disney dining plan is not that. It's not yeah. like if you buy the dining plan, woohoo, I can eat what I want and. I don't have to pay. It's, you know, one price and I eat. Is, it's all. It's not all you care to enjoy, as Disney would say, for one price. But you're probably eating more than you care to enjoy It's really the, the dining it's, plan. It's not just the snacks that pile up. It's also, when you're on the dining plan, you get a meal. You're just going to get all these sides sometimes that come with it that you yeah. wouldn't normally get when you're paying. And so you're going, wanna... oh, great, I get all this for free. Well, you're also consuming all that. I don't want to get a veggie coleslaw stew so i'm just saying i'm just saying there's a lot to think about for the dining plan so let's give our yes or no for the dining plan for me 
I'm sorry. It's a no. Yeah, I changed my mind completely. It's also a no for me. All right. So we're yes to Park Hopper and we're both no to Dining Plan. Yes. Oh, our next act on the show is <laughs> the Memory Maker, which basically is Photopass. free access to the <laughs> Photopass service for the duration of your trip. What's the difference? Well, Photopass is just the Photopass photographers in the park, right? Oh. And you can sign up for pictures and you can buy a, a single shot if you want. You go online and oh, look at that. That's a cool idea. Memory Maker is what I just said the dining plan wasn't. All you can eat photos. So, oh, okay. So, Memory Maker, which is a hundred and change, I forget exactly what it is now, gives you access to all ride photos and all photo pass photos taken wherever you see a photo pass photographer. And usually if there's a dining photo, like in the Beast Castle or Cinderella's Royal Table, when those things are running normally, those photos are included as well. There was a bunch of back and forth about Cinderella's Royal Table once, I recall, but the photo was included in the end. So anyway, Memory Maker, you pay 100 and change. Only one person has to buy it for your whole group. And then you can freely see all those photographers on Main Street yeah. and all those cool photos where you they say hold out your hand and yeah. then you don't really know who's going to be there till you get till you see the photo which usually appear the same day or the next day yeah. and also see them. ride photos I think are also ride photos are in there I I would say yes to memory maker I'm also just being <laughs> coaxed by Stacy's pitch of it in Mustard Disney but you know Yes, and we are sad to see Stacy gone from the hotel rooms, although we completely understand why so much has changed, yeah. not only in COVID, but just with the parks in general. So we'll see what they do next once things open for 50th. But Memory Maker, I mean, we get it with our Platinum Annual Pass. It's included. And before that, we tried it. We didn't try it. But, you know, once you get it, make sure you use it. So when we you got, see those photographers, it, right? take a few pictures. Yeah, we got it for the next one. Oh, yeah, yeah because we did not renew our annual passes because it was going to yes. be almost, well, it was over a year. Now I sort of wish we did, and I found out recently, only recently you can sort of phone and get them to renew it even though it expired, but it's too late. I already paid for tickets for the next trip. But when they re put them back on sale, Actually, we'll go Actually, it's exactly two years on the day of this release. Ooh, that's cool. So... Memory Maker, just remember to use it. When you see yes. the photographers, take some. Another benefit of Memory Maker is you can all be in the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> because when we don't have, you know. That's why you like it, isn't is it? This is the real reason I want it. I was in, everyone goes, why are you not in the pictures? Because I took all the pictures. So now at least I'm in a few pictures Maybe taken by the, most by the Disney photographers. And, you know, the Disney photographers vary. Some are good and some just aren't. Right. It's true. We get some pictures and go, this is crap. It's not exposed properly or anything. Just put the camera on auto <laughs> photographer if you don't know what you're doing. But anyway, most of them are good. There's some they're always adding cool new sort of photos too, like those magical photos. Yeah. So memory maker, yes or no? It's a yes for me. It's a yes for me as well. Congratulations, memory maker. You've, You've made it. You made it to the next round. Well, there is no next round. You've made it onto our trip, which <laughs> is made the it greatest onto our trip. That is true. honor you could possibly have. Congratulations. And the final one we're going to talk about will come at the end when you're looking at your off. So, you know, here's what's going to happen, what we're talking about. You go on to book it if you haven't done this before. And it's like, okay, I want to book my tickets. Well, how many days do you want to book? And just the long, the more days you do, 
Don't say, well, I'm going to save money by only booking three days and we'll only go to the parks three days. Because after five days, it's like a few dollars more, five day five, six, and seven. It's almost nothing by day seven. So the more you play, the less you pay is what they used to say. So just Ooh, rhyming there. Yep. Get your tickets. Well, I didn't make it up. It was a Disney thing, but. No, get, but the get, say you Yeah. Added. Get your tickets for the thing, for the uh, <laughs> length of your stay. Okay, the final one is called Water Parks and More. And More. More is, I think, uh, one of the, not the main golf courses, but the Golden Oaks or whatever it's called. There's there's a couple of little things they'll but let you do. not like Winter Summerland or other? I don't think so. Ones. We'll have to look. I don't know. I might well, be that wrong. Sh- that should be included. But the main one that we care about in this is, of course, the one they name, Water Parks. It's not the and more. Yeah. <laughs> so it is not just Water Parks. It is Water Parks and other stuff. Yeah, you which probably we've won't never use. <laughs> you probably won't lose. Lose. Use. You probably won't use. Okay. Water parks and more. We do get it on the annual pass, and we did get it to be on honest. this one. To be honest, I thought this was included with Park Hopper for the longest time. Now, here's what I'm going to say about this. You may say, I ha- if you are 100% certain you are not, you hate water parks. You have no interest in going to the water parks. There's only one park open right now being Blizzard Beach, which I love. And apparently it's not that busy Ooh. because annual passes aren't for sale. So a lot of locals aren't going because they don't like to pay rack rate on the day. So we may actually use it. So here's what happened when we were, we, say May. we were just booking our vacation for August and it's- by the you get to water parks last and it was literally, how much different was it? $37? No, oh, less than 35 that. I think it was for all three of us. Yeah. So it, that's how little it, extra it was. So it's what the heck. If we happen to go to a water park one day, it would I, cost way more than that. It's planned that we're going. You so, weren't aware of that, but so it is. It, again, adds flexibility. The cost is super minimal. Yeah. Also, it, especially if you're going in the summer, it's so hot. You're yeah. going to... Like, and the hotel pools are all very crowded and the water's often really hot. Sometimes you just want to go to a water park to cool down. So hot. Yeah. So you would decide, I would say for water, the water parks one, when you come to it, just consider whether or not you like water parks. If you hate them, okay, don't get it. Save yourself 35 bucks. You can get a one drink (laughs) at the Enchanted Rose. (laughs) But if you do, you think you might do it, then do it. If it's December, okay, maybe not, because it is a bit cool in the there, you know, weather in the winter. It's not gonna it's gonna be great for parks, but for water parks, you might not want to do it. But just consider that stuff. I just like it for I like to have full flexibility yeah. on my Disney exactly. vacation. <laughs> I need the options because otherwise I'm gonna wanna do it and then I can't. Which actually plays into why I don't want the dining plan. Because it sort of pins me down. It also forces you and <laughs> You have this added stress of, oh, God, now I got to book table service restaurants for all these things. No, you don't. You could just waste a bunch of money. Yeah. And not use it. So (laughs) we like, we have the freedom without the dining plan in an odd, backwards way. You think you have freedom, but really, I control everything. So water parks and more, I am a yes. Are you a yes? I'm a definite yes. I think we're even going this time. You might not be aware, but I'm getting on Summit Plummet. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go. Maybe you two go, but Summit yeah. Plummet is awesome. Scariest yeah. ride in the world. She said In the Walt not, Disney World. Yeah, she said not standing at the top of it looking down. So to recap, I think we were the same. Park Hopper, yes. Dining plan. Everything but the dining no. plan, really. Memory Maker, yes. Water Parks and more, yes. So I would say, you know, for any of these add-ons, the, the same rules apply. Park Hopper's, I think, the biggest, co- well, dining plan, but that's 
separate, a separate stream. But within the three that are tied to your ticket, Park Hopper is the most expensive, but also gives you... It's the most useful. And, you know, if you're going to get Dining Plan, then definitely get Park Hopper. Because we were talking about, there's a lot of restaurants in parks. You need to almost. Yeah, you're really restricting yourself, if you don't, to only one park per day and Disney Springs and hotels. But Dining Plan is almost a waste of money without Park Hopper. Every park has some dining worth doing. So especially Epcot has the most, obviously, with World Showcase and even other stuff. So What do you... Food and Wine Festival be a credit or something? No, those are just the little booths. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, you got to pay for those. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You're going to start paying for other stuff, and then you're going to go, darn, why did I buy this dining plan, (laughs) right? Uh, You know, if you're like us, and we've gone a lot. So that's our little tip for you to consider. And those are the main vacation add-ons. So I think we were right. Three out of four we would recommend. And... So so now just gives you a little idea when you go to book. Hopefully you can think about it. Yeah, you have to think about what are you actually going to use on your trip? Because be realistic, you're spending money on this. And of course, there are other different add-on costs like room view. Is it worth paying for this view or that view? You well, would say yes. I do. I say yes. And I was just... I would also say yes. I was actually. just involved in an online chat. This was someone going to Alani... And they were saying, oh, should we pay for the ocean view? Because we can get a one bedroom if I don't get the ocean view. And I said, well, and then they said, well, we don't pay for views at Disney World. And I said, well, having had the ocean view at Alani, I like it, but I like views. I pay for views at Disney World. What's the other view, though? uh, Out the back towards the mountains. And the views aren't bad. You're just looking back at Oahu. Although sometimes at Disney, it's more important because you can either have the castle or the parking lot, you know? Exactly. So it's a personal choice, but just think about my way to frame it is, would you pay for a view on any other vacation? If you're going to a beach vacation, would you pay for the view? You know, just think of it that way or or anywhere. And also know what view is the alternative for not paying for the view. Yeah. And there are multiple things. There's like Mm -hmm. garden view, water view, theme park view in some cases. Some cases, theme park and water are the exact same. And then standard, which could mean... Parking lot. We're going to look at the parking and lot. And I find uh, Boardwalk actually to have the worst sort of standard views, villas and main hotel, personally. We're going to be looking at the parking lot at the Grand, aren't we? No. The Grand Floridian Villas does not have crappy views. Oh, good. In any way. So uh, we did not pick a view on that one because we're, we're doing one night in a two bedroom Grand Floridian Villa just to get the grand feeling. But then we're going six nights in the bungalows, the Polynesian bungalows, and, well, those are stellar views, but we still made a room selection as we always recommend doing. So we'll yeah, see if we hurt. get the bungalow we want. All right, everyone. So we hope this helped give you a little bit more food for thought if you're getting back in the mode because some people get out of the planning mode, right? It's <gasps> been so long. Who are some these people, people have been planning all along like <laughs> you, even though they haven't been going. Practice planning. So either way, just remember, and if you're like us and you lost your annual pass for this and you can't renew it yet or you don't want to buy a new one yet, You're going to have to think about these things once again that may or may not have been included in your annual pass. So we hope to give you this little refresher today, give you our thoughts having done them all, what we find valuable, what we don't find valuable, and help you along your way in your decision making. Because anything that can make that booking process easier, I think is a big help. So thank you for joining us and listening today. We hope you have 
a wonderful summer and are having a wonderful summer. Join us again next week on the show and have a magical day. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>